This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. How's summer treating you so far? Summer is fine because it's been a relatively mild August compared to like, you know how we normally experience it. But awesome. no, I yeah, it's like I guess they, that's that's how things are going for us. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I know things are different for you, John. Oh well, you know, <laughs> it just depends on your point of view, I suppose. So, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Yes, thank you for changing the subject as soon as possible before we can start talking about weather and extended period. God damn it. Why? <laughs> oh. uh, no, no way. It's just, you know, it's just damn hot. Summer's, uh, that's the way, that's the way summers are, you know, mild, hot. Yeah. It's hot for most people, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. We talked we talk about such, such interesting stuff before we talk about the weather, mm-hmm. but okay. But as far as like what we're talking about tonight, it is. BPRD, the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense, a series that I have been like concerned with for years now because like I because I am in the tank for the Mignolaverse. I mean, the Mignolaverse is the uh, universe created by Mike Mignola, um, creator of Hellboy, and just you know like like purveyor of all sorts of weird weird stuff and like stuff shit for um, Dark Horse. So like, he has like created a sprawling. Um, like um, it, like it's like um, like universe. It's like not. I mean, maybe not quite as like as um, ridiculously intense as like you know, the, like the DCU or the MCU. But you know, it's like it's something that you know. Whenever I see that, oh, you know, whenever I see that, you know, from the pages of Hellboy, it's like I have I've got to go and pick this pick this series up. And BPRD, you know, it's like it has been an ongoing series for like the last decade or so. Mostly under the purview of Mignola and um and writer John Arcudi, it's like, in fact, um, well, um, well, Dark Horse um did like three um, like, you know, like um BPRD collections, um before Arcudi showed up, mostly written under the, like the purview of of Mignola and his co-writers and Mignola himself. I didn't get on board BPRD until um, it's like until Arcudi came on board with the Dead. Um, basically volume four, if I remember correctly. And, um, this is when this, everything like clicked when, um, like, you know, just like the weirdness, like the humor, like the self-awareness, just like maybe go, Hey, you know what? This is something I really want to be a part of. And, um, and for years, um, BPRD was something that I, that I picked up, you know, like, it's like whenever, like, um, like whenever I knew, whenever new volume was released, but, Always, I knew that whenever that a proper volume of BPRD was one that was written by, um, well, okay, maybe not written by Mignola, but um, basically had um, John Arcudi's um, name on on it. And Arcudi is a guy who has done like great um, like genre work at Dark Horse and other series, but other companies. But he's best known for like, his contributions to The Mask and for for the Aliens on the universe as well. But um. But his um, but his work with BPRD always like um, like always struck a chord with me. Just just the idea that you know, he was the guy that while Mignola was always like you know had this like idea of how things were going to proceed, Arcudi was the guy who um had who um knew how to make it work. Just the fact that um, you know, he he would um, like he would he that uh, there was this like this air of like you know, even like. Mignola has areas areas of seriousness before Arcudi showed up. Um, Arcudi like, knew how to puncture this and just like can you know, add like the right 
right amount of like humor. It's like and like like to this and it's like and um like characters like um ben, like Benjamin Daimyo like the uh, it's like the uh, military guy who joined up with the BPRD, but you know like, he wasn't like you know like the whole like oh it's like you know I'm I'm military I'm like I know how things should go and it's like you should follow what I'm gonna say. Daimyo um really uh, Daimyo was the kind of guy who just, like who knew how to keep that stuff in check who basically realized that oh I'm um, I'm military and oh wait, this I'm dealing with civilians here and you're not like proper military. So let me try to talk to you about how this is gonna go. It's like that was something that really endeared endeared his character to me. It was kind of emblematic of how um Arcudi's uh, approach to the series to the series went. And so when um so like well and so while the uh, final volume like, of BPRD acknowledges like all the different writers, and there are lots of them that uh, attributed this series, Arcudi was um, always first among equals for me. So whenever um, I saw that, so like I knew that whenever um, you know we had like a co-writer, whether it be um, like guy, whether it be someone like um, as talented as Jeff as Jeff Johns or Joshua Dysart or Christopher Golden, it's like or Mike Mike Oming or Chris Roberson, um, a proper BPRD volume always had. Um, John Arcudi's name attached to it as co-writer. So, so um, when the uh, final um, volume of BPRD Hell on Earth um, came came along, and you know it signified John Arcudi's end as like, you know, hey, this is like his final volume on on the series. I thought, well, okay, so this is it. So we're gonna like, so this is gonna be like, you know, like how the series wraps up and all. Well, no, because the series continued on with three volumes, and this is what I'm going to be talking about tonight. So, yes, this is a long prologue, I understand. But, um, um, but BPRD, The Devil You Know, um, basically wraps up the entire saga of the BPRD and Hellboy proper. And it does so with, um, with Mignola, which, you know, like, who, his involvement should, should, lead to like you know be being like authenticating the series but also with writer scott alley now uh okay i don't quite want to dig into um scott alley's personal problems such as his reputation as you know mighty the clown in his like long history of alcohol problems but um but the thing is like you know disregarding his issues personally. Let's look at um, his his work with Magdola on on Abe Sapien, and that for me was kind of always like you know a B tier Magdola verse title. It's like you know even if Magdola had a clear vision of how that series was meant to play out, um, the way it actually did just kind of felt like okay, you know, fairly self serious and only occasionally self-aware and, you know, only and, and even less so when it came to using a like, humor to punk to, um, puncture its self, self-seriousness. Uh, probably the biggest failing of, of Abe Sapien was the fact that, um, it's use of, um, Gust- of, um, of Gustav Strobel as it's, as it's big bad. And then, um, you know, like showing him like, you know, suffer, 
so for all these indignities over the course of its 25 issue run and then at the end you know it's like you know like have him be like the big the big bad who tries to um punch like punch abe sapien to um to assume the uh it's like the role of hey you know i'm the guy who's gonna like you know like show the future of the ascendance of man and not the fact that oh well uh you know like Stroll was just kind of like, you know, he had an idea of what was, what he was entitled to, but, you know, it's like the actuality of this was just saying, you know, far worse and not something he had actually, like, he could actually contain. And in the end, it just came down to Ape Sapien just like, you know, just punching him into, it's like into submission. And okay, that's, that's fine, but it's not really all that interesting. And that's kind of what we get for BPRD, The Devil You Know. Over the three volumes it has, Messiah, Pandemonium, and Ragnarok. Um, it's... Uh, okay. You know, it's like... it The uh, the overall the overall wrap-up of the series is fine. It's like, it's fine because, you know, it adheres to the... the uh, like, the uh, setup or the uh, final the final end that Magnola has been like flagging for like years in BPRD proper and Hellboy itself. So, but, um, the thing is like, you know, it's like after, you know, like the end of um BPRD hell on earth set up the, uh, basically, um, set up a, uh, nice ending, you know, it's like for, like for Arcudi's exit from the series. Um, these three volumes basically set up a kind of a fairly morose, straightforward, incompetent, you know, end to the Hellboy saga proper. I mean, it's, if you've been following, if you've been reading all of um, BPRD to this point, there's no reason you should not pick up these volumes because they basically tell you how this series is going to end. And, but the thing is like, you know, the, the reason, the way the series ends is, you know, kind of how they've been telling you over the last couple of years, because, you know, like, They've been t- like, um, like we've been we've been told in in the pages of BPRD series that um, that um, the age of man is over and that something else is going to take its place and that whatever um, and that whatever um, else awaits um, man, you know, it's gonna it's like they're gonna it's gonna end. It's like you know, like whatever like age saga of man ends after this. It's like, you know, they're, they're just going to have to, like, you know, like, take the best of them, and it's going to survive somehow. So we find out how that is going to end in these series. And, well, it's like, and um, the saga of Messiah, Pandemonium, and Ragnarok basically is kind of very morose and, you know, not really kind of, like, you know, fun, really. I mean, I... I mean, one of the things that that kind of defined Hellboy is kind of like you know he's the kind of guy who it's like who when like you know when he's when people tell him that like, oh hey you're the you're the piece of the um, apocalypse you're gonna like you know destroy the world and, like he was like screw you punch and he's gonna like you know like like nail these guys are telling him that and these these volumes don't really like in, engage with that it's like it's it's kind of like a uh, a very like you know, it's like uh, I keep saying morose, and that's that's always kind of depressing. But it's but just the kind of the idea that you know, like hey, the best 
the best efforts of the BPRD have failed, and um, their efforts in the previous series had just only um, served to um, hasten this. It's like this, it's this end of the age of man, specifically with um, Varvara, who oh god, Varvara, she is the uh, cute child, um, like demon, like to uh, like who the only and she's she's a cute child demon character who um was um entrapped by the Russian um agency of the Russian the Russian opposite side of the BPRD. And you know, it's like I liked when she was um entrapped by them because you know it's like I never liked her as much as um Mignola and his other creators um like seem to think because you know she is just like smug and just like like self superior in her like in her mindset, and you know, and like when um when it was eventually revealed that um that Russian director Nichaiko had um it's like had cornered her, it's like then I thought, okay, great, you know, like now she's gonna suffer, and it's like I kind of fully appreciate her like that. But then um when the final volumes of BPRD re- revealed that you know like Nichaiko had to set her free in order to save the world, well. Um, these volumes of the devil, you know, basically show you what happens when she finally gets to, uh, like, you know, run things. And it's not all that interesting. You know, it's like, she's just doing her same, like, you know, like child, same self superior smug, like leading the, uh, like leading the demons and the remnants of Rasputin's, um, like, I'm um, not like, um, like German Nazi, uh, like, uh, employees it's like to it's like to, like to their destiny and it's like oh, god damn it. it's like you know okay maybe um you liked um or were impressed by, by Varvara as much as um, Mignola and his other creators were I was not it's like I like she like she was only interesting when she was being um you know in that like in that jar that Nichaiko had put had put her in and then when we find out that what her um, actual role in the series is at the end of um, Volume Two, Pandemonium, it's kind of like okay, that's kind of interesting, but it's only kind of interesting in the sense that now she's dead and now she's like unleashed the real evil, which is um, which is Rasputin. And oh, and you think that hey, you know Rasputin, like he's one of the big bads of the series, so hey, that should be kind of interesting, like as far as like framing him for the uh, final conflict and. No, no, it's not. It's like it's like setting up Rasputin as the, the as the big bad is is ostensibly a good idea. I mean, you look at that final cover of the final volume of Rag of BPRD the WO and you see Hellboy standing in front of Rasputin and it's like, all right, like yo, shit's gonna get real and it's like no. It's like in fact, um the fact that Hellboy does come back in the pages of the W you know, it's like it feels unsatisfying really i mean when um i i picked um the second volume of the uh of um hellway and hell it's when i uh the best of best of the year reads because you know it's like that kind of felt like a really a really solid end to his story when he it's like when he um not just when he doesn't kill the after he's killed the devil, but when he's also just you know destroyed like you know hell's hierarchy as well that felt like a really solid end to um his story bringing him back here especially in this 
morose, you know, it's like, hey, I'm back, and you know, I'm just like I'm in hell. It's like story. It just doesn't have the same have the same spark or energy to it. It's like it just kind of feels like okay, this should be um, something that's really important, but it doesn't like have the same energy to it as well. Even in the end, when okay, I won't say what happens in the end, but okay. As far as the end goes, okay, you know, it's like there's there's a fight between Hellboy and Rasputin, and it goes fine, and then um, we find out that oh, you know, it's like as like as we found out as has been like said throughout the course of the series, you know, like the Age of Man is over, and now something else is going to take its place, and it does. That's what happens. That is exactly what happens. And and you look at this and you go, okay, fine. And it's like, wow. It's like, you know, it's one of those things where like, okay, it's one thing to, to basically have been saying that this is how your series is going to like play out. And another thing to see that this is how it actually plays out in the course of the series. Um, there is another Dark Horse series, well, adopted Dark Horse series, um, Rex Mundi, which I enjoyed for a while, and the final volume basically just, you know, played out exactly as it said it would, and I thought, okay, that's cool, and that's kind of the same feeling I get with um, these last volumes of Devil, The Devil You Know. It basically plays out exactly as how Mignola has been like, flagging it up, as as occurring over the course of the course of the series, but it's not really all that interesting to see it actually to see it actually happen, and that's really disappointing. I mean, it's like it's one thing to like to, to, to regard this as like you know, this is the final um, story of Hellboy, and you know it's like, but as far as things go, as far as like endings go, I think that um, Hellboy in Hell in the end of um, BPRD Hell on Earth kind of present more satisfying um, ends to the Hellboy saga than um, the devil you know, to be honest. It's like, I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, uh, I want to, these aren't like volumes that are going to like, you know, sell because, you know, this is like the official end of the series. But um, the devil you know just kind of presents like, a, a kind of like a fairly straightforward, fairly unsatisfying, you know, like end of the series. I mean, okay, it's nice to know that, you know, like this is how it's going to wrap up according to Magnola and company, but it isn't um, as entertaining, entertaining or as insightful as what it was what kind of before. It's kind of, it's an everyone dies um, story. It's like, and um, it's like, and seeing like, you know, how things turn out, it's... Even when Mignola shows up to draw the final um, 11 pages of the saga, it's like, it's still kind of, like, like fairly unsatisfying. I mean, that being said, it's like, the art is really... It's still quite good from uh, Lawrence Campbell, who does, like, who does, like, um, like gritty stuff like really well, and the hearing uh, artists, um, Sebastian Fiumara and Christopher Mitten, uh, excuse me, in Ragnarok, they do quality work 
artwork as well. And um, Campbell um, does like does deserve um like 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 credit for like like for de- for delivering like um good like good gritty art like over the course of the series proper. But um, I don't know. So I guess one of the things I wonder about is just the fact that you know this is like this fifteen issue finale to the series. I mean, why couldn't we have gotten um like Arcudi to like to do this? I mean, was he just like you know, like just just so tired of like you know doing B party prior to this. You feel like okay, I had a good run and now I'm done. It's like this is it, and then we all realize like oh okay, I understand, man. I'm gonna let you go. It's like oh, then he realized oh shit, like this is like the end of the story as so, well. Um, Scott, you know, I need you to come in and like help me co-write this as well. So it's like it's I mean like so, but um, Ali, it's like he's fine, but. You know, he's not, he's just, he lacks the same kind of like wit or personality that, um, that Arcudi, um, bring, brought to him his run on BPRD. So, that, so there you go. It's like, I mean, like it's, it's got good art. It's got generally competent storytelling and it's you know, like, it's, and like these final volumes just basically, you know, like, like, you know, it's, they, they bring, they bring together like, you know, like the, uh, Hellboy and um, Liz Sherman and Abe Sapien, um, Trinity again for one last go, but it's a really uh, like that kind of depressing. Like you know, hey, like you know, the end of the world is happening, so we might as well just just go for it as as well as these things go. And it's that's and that's it. So I guess um, so uh, so as far as like you know. Followers of the Mingoliverse go, I mean, if you're in the tank for it as I was, then, um, yeah, it's like, you probably already have these three volumes, but for everyone else, for everyone who is just, you know, thinking like, Hey, you know, do I want to invest in the Mingoliverse? I would say just get, um, all the like proper Hellboy volumes, all of them, um, BPRD, all of BPRD, Hell on Earth. And, um, well, like these three, these final three volumes. Well, if you want to see a a world where, um, like, it's been inher- inherited by frog creatures, then yeah, go for it. But I don't know. It's like it's. I mean, like the double you know was it? It wasn't. It wasn't a bad fall on finale. It was just one that basically just followed the uh, the established setup exactly as I was expecting it to go exactly as the creators had set up, had set it up. And, you know, it was okay. It was fine. I can't say that it was, you know, really, you know, what it really wanted or, or like, you know, it offered any real surprises at the end. Any kind of like things that made me go, Oh, this is, I didn't see this coming, but it makes sense. That kind of thing. So, there you go. Um, John, I are you still awake? Did I, did... Naturally. I'm just saying, my comment on this is it sounds like, is this a term still used? Paint by the numbers. Is that what you... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay, on one hand... <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying right here, but <laughs> here, here, okay, um, 
it is paint by the numbers if you use really weird paints. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, because, like, I mean, it's like, okay, because, I mean, like, the, I mean, the Mignola versus always offered up, like, you know, really kind of strange, strange, weird stuff sure. by, by the standards of comics. So, I mean, on one hand, you're, you're, your criticism works well on that on that regards on it on its own level but you know it's like um as far as like you know it's paid by the numbers as far as how weird the mignolaverse has gotten mm-hmm. but so it's like it's just like yeah mignolaverse is weird and like the conclusion is weird on that standard but um so yeah it's it's like it's so yeah it it's like it's it's strange. So I guess you're expecting like you know just like like boilerplate stuff as terms of, as far as like superhero comics go. And yeah, it's gonna be it's still gonna be really goddamn weird in its category in its lane. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like I mean like it's I mean like Miguel the Miguel committed itself to a really strange and weird outcome, and that's what we get here. All right. So, but it's like as far as like you know, like regular superhero stuff, it's still like, 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 like just goddamn strange as far as that, as far as those things go. All right then. So, what do you have on tap for us next time? Okay, next time it's war. Who war? Ha! Okay. What is good for? Really good storytelling, I hope, because uh, it's like I'm talking about War of the Realms, what a story that has been. Like in the offing from Jason Aaron's um, Thor series for a good long while, and as, and assuming that you know stuff arrives on time from Amazon, it's like I should have uh, lots of interesting stuff to say about you know this um, this latest Marvel event series. All right, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Later's. <laughs>